Hello, and welcome to the Pick 3 Podcast, Legends of Philadelphia. <laughs> We're your hosts, I'm Tony Powerball. Grove. <laughs> and this is my schoolyard chum, Johnny Scratchoff. <laughs> Scratchoff. <laughs> Zito. Joining us on engineering and editing duties, Brian Mega Millions Beerman. You may be wondering... <laughs> Is this the line for the lotto tickets? Well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Zeno and I have a lifestyle brand, mm. South Fellini, that focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes and comfort and podcasts and instant wins. Lots of times, customers will ask us, why doesn't the lottery benefit younger Pennsylvanians? <laughs> what about Gen Z? What about Gen Z? Or they want to know what our lucky number is. 666. I'll never say. So we decide... So we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for the new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. I can't believe I've never made that used joke before. Oh, we had to have, right? That was a curveball. We never ball. did that? No. What have we been doing? First time. I, I don't know. First time for everything. If anyone doesn't believe us, please go back and, and listen to all the other episodes. And, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Listen to every intro. We make sure listen to every intro. Double check. But make we sure you lie. drag it to the end of the episode so it says you played the whole episode. Because we can tell, we can look up when people bail out of the episode on uh, Anchor. This is a free podcast. We don't make money if anyone listens to the beginning or the end. So it doesn't even matter. It, it, it's pride, though. It Just doesn't pride. make a difference. <laughs> Those five-star reviews make me feel good. I uh, I do appreciate when people dro- drop a, re- a review and leave five stars. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Trove is playing hard to get for your likes and subscribes. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't need them. I don't care. I don't even, I don't even look at them. Take it or leave it. Take, Take it or leave, leave it. it. <laughs> I'm a little needier, I guess. <laughs> I'm very confident. I don't. I don't care. I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> Did you guys ever hit the lottery before? Yes. You hit the. Tell me about. I it. have a weird, a, a weird. So I don't know if I ever. T- I, 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 I feel like I've told this on the podcast maybe real early. But when I was a kid, and I looked it up today because you can look up what the winning numbers and when they hit on the PA lottery website. Mm-hmm. It was my mom played three three three. It was nineteen ninety nine. I looked it up. And she won. She won $500 because she played for a dollar. It's mm-hmm. a good score. And then years later, I got, I was in, I don't, yeah, I guess I was in college and I was working. And I took out money and it gave me back, back my receipt and I had $3.33 left. And 333 uh, <laughs> is like my favorite number. And that's the number my mom played. So I was like, I'm going to play that tonight. I never fucking played the lottery ever. And I played it, and I I won five hundred dollars. No that night shit. In two thousand seven. No yeah. Wow. And I bought a base. And you bought a base. <laughs> kind of ba- Wait, what it kind of base a, did on, you get? On South Street. It was a short. It was. The, I still have. It was a short. Uh, what do they call them? Short neck. Short. Uh, short neck base. Cool. I bought it on South Street on the one, a what, pawn blue, shop on Blue Bond or the no, pawn shop. One of the pawn shops. Cool. That's a pretty good That's story. A good man. That's a good lot. It's a good lottery story. What about yeah. it, Trove? You ever win? My, I, I, maybe we did tell these stories before. I, when I was a little kid, my my dad hit me 
He's like, he's like, Aunt, give me three numbers. And I was studying the the uh, the times tables. This is how young I was, and I I told him the three times table, like three six nine, and he played it and he hit it. Nice. And um, yeah, I was like, yeah, and he bought me a Game Boy. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really show what year awesome. this was. Yeah, te- Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I became a that's how I became a Tetris master. <laughs> you the went on to become a Nintendo one. wizard. The long skin the long skinny one right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I asked? Ah, satisfying. What? <laughs> you know what I asked my mom for uh what when she won the lottery? What's that? This is this is how 1999 this was. Tech decks. You remember what, what's a tech the? What's it? Finger skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was. A, I was very into those at the time. And they have like the little. They had the little tools that you can put like the sc- tiny screws on the tiny trucks and shit. It's for kids who want to skateboard who oh um, don't want to skateboard. Yeah, exactly. It was me. It was like my fingers can, won't won't get hurt. <laughs> Did your fingers wear knee pads, knuckle pads, and a helmet? Yeah, 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 yeah. My fingers, they weren't coordinated either. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember the tech decks. Wow. Oh, we're really unearthing something today. Going back in time. Who needs therapy? Sorry, we unearthed that pyramid. Tell me more about the tech decks. Are the tech decks in the room with us right now? Are the tech decks here? They can't hurt you, Brian. I'm doing them right now. I have a little vert ramp. You can't see it. It's off the side of the Skype. Though. I'm doing tricks. I did an indie nose bone. You're you're always doing it. You're you're always doing it just out of frame. It's very distracting. It's very distracting. Okay, yeah, this episode is on the lottery. The Pennsylvania lottery was established on uh, August 26, 1971 by a legislative act, Title 91. The Pennsylvania lottery is the only state lottery that exclusively targets its proceeds to the benefit of older citizens. I thought, like, the lottery was just like, oh, it's a thing to, like, help old people, like, everywhere, but it's not. (laughs) No, it's just something unique we do here. Um, Isn't it fucked up that most people who play the lottery are old people? Yes. Yeah. And it takes their money because it's a mm-hmm. scam, basically. Yeah, it's like an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, not everyone respects the sovereignty and sanctity of the lotto drawing. Occasionally, someone tries to game the system to win it all. Today, we want to talk about nice. the forgotten Pennsylvania lottery scandal of 1980. Whoa, I don't even know. Oh, wow. what, I don't know anything about this. It's, it's about the theme song that they have. The Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like they ch- I thought we were going to do Legends of Philadelphia. <laughs> yes. That's, yes. That's, they changed the words. The original the original was Chuck Berry wrote the original. <laughs> it was groovier. It was groovier. No, it was my dingling. You could dance to it. My dingling. But about the lottery. <laughs> The, the, those ball machines, where do they even get those? They have to be specially made. Those can't be. That's not, you can't go to a store and get that. No. You can't just the pick lottery that. Lottery's a store. But there's a lottery in every state, right? 
think so. I guess. Leanne loves the lottery. I don't know, does Jersey have a, a I have no idea. Yeah, yeah Jer- Jersey has a lottery. Leanne, Leanne's from Virginia. They have a lottery. What's their theme song, though? Their theme song is not as good as Pennsylvania. Lottery. I never heard it before. Yeah. It must not be worth anything. You never hear it's that not one. Not worth either. anything. I never, I never heard it, so it can't be good. Must not be that good. <laughs> must be. They're probably all the same. Like the action news theme song gets reused all over the place. No. It's probably like the New Jersey Lottery. Maybe New, like however many however many syllables they need. This, this is like a, another perfect example of how we've never left the yeah we Greater Delaware Valley. Ignorant, ignorant people. It's been <laughs> it's been years since I was north of Market Street. I. I mean, people were like, people were doing like like street lotteries anyway, right? Like like number oh, writers, numbers and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess like the government must have been like, you know what? Let's let's, let's just let's let's get in on this. Let's let's get our let's wet our beaks, right? <laughs> Why not us? They said. Why not us? How would that work? Numbers like people, you would go to a bar and there'd be a guy. I don't know. And it's like, it's like so time. you just give him you're like 32 and he's like, nope, you lost. I'm like, you Damn lost. <laughs> Damn. What if you win, though? And it's like, hey, mafia, can I have my three hundred dollars? And they're like, what three hundred dollars? Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Don't don't play the numbers. That's that's the moral of the story. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. They I got uh... one thumb now. The numbers are just like some arbitrarily de- designated source. So, like, if you're gonna say it's the Philly score, the numbers are the are the are, are the the Sixers score uh, every Friday night or whatever. Uh, something that you can that you can that you're you're always gonna be getting different numbers for, but is always happening. Uh, so, uh, as we're gonna find out in this story, sometimes they use the actual lottery numbers drawn on TV to run their underground games. So, a lot of intrigue. Yeah, I, I don't. Did you have you guys ever heard of this uh, lottery scandal no. of 1980? It never came up. Not only did I never hear of this, I didn't even read the script that you sent us. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, we should do an episode on the lottery because <laughs> it's the it's the yeah. And then, well, I I started. It's the, it's the 50th year of the lottery. Yeah, I started doing some lottery stuff, but we covered a lot of lotto uh, backstory when we did the uh, the Christmas lotto commercial episode. We did do the Christmas lotto. I think it was about the the groundhog commercials. I worked on a couple of those. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Gus the groundhog. But uh, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Second most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania. No, yeah, but I I mean that's nothing to do with what this episode is about. Did you meet him? Did you meet Gus? How is he? How is he in real life? Demanding, but it's I. The thing I remember from those commercials, they said that uh, every time one of a new one airs, there's a spike in in lottery ticket purchase. Shit works. Oh, and shit people works. like Gus. People like Gus. People, so if you, if you've never seen the commercials or you're not from here, so the, the it's a commercial starring a CGI. Uh, he used to be a puppet. He used to uh, be a yes, puppet. he he was. That's true. When they first Back started, when I when that, I was in the industry, it was a puppet. That's how old they are. <laughs> yeah, anim- Ray Harryhausen, voiced by Frank Oz. <laughs> Claymation, Claymation. <laughs> um, it's about a. It's the second most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania named Gus, because the first is Punk Stunny Phil, and he's an annoying little. He has no personality. He sucks. I don't know why it's a big thing. It's been on the air for like twenty years. He stinks. It's not funny. It's not cute. I don't get it. 
I don't but know. I think it's like a little. It, it I think sells it's, the lottery. I think it's cute enough. A lot of lottery tickets. What's Beerman about selling lottery tickets? Nothing. Beerman's never sold one. Plenty. This guy's only won the lottery one time. What does he know? Yeah. I'm one of one. I'm, I, I'm out. No, actually, every like year, once a year, I'll buy a scratch off and I'll lose. And I'll be like, that's yeah, that's why I don't do this. Oh, yeah. That, the Christmas gift you give us every year. Thanks. What a Thanks. great Thanks. gift. What a great <laughs> gift. If you want to know, we're not going to talk about the lottery <laughs> commercial, but we've talked about it in the past. You got to go find that. That had uh, that was part of our Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas episode. Established in 1971, the lottery is required to dedicate 30% of every dollar to elderly programs and 40% to prizes, though the actual amounts have been closer to 40 and 50% respectively. So they have a pretty good record when you when you look at them, how they spend their money when they get audited. Hmm. The lottery offers online, instant win, daily, and weekly games. Retailers earn a 5% commission on all the tickets they sell. So if you buy a lottery ticket at the corner store and you win the corner store where you bought the lottery ticket at, they get 5% of the win. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 5% commission. It doesn't come out of your end. And then they spend that on lottery tickets. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Can't miss. You can't lose. No, they do. Claiming a prize for $600 or more requires filling out a standard claim and sending it to the lottery headquarters. For mega millionaires or Powerball jackpots uh, or life prizes, like as in cash for life, a claim must be filed at lottery headquarters. So you can't just you know send that one in by the mail. You got to go there yourself. When filing a standard claim form, the claimant, the retailer, and the Pennsylvania Lottery each receive a copy in triplicate. The lottery then reports all winnings to the IRS. For federal income tax purposes, when the winning amount is greater than $5,000, the Pennsylvania Department of Revenue withholds the proper amount of federal income tax before the check is mailed to the claimant. They get that money before it ever gets to you. Uh, Marion, never touches your fingies. <laughs> Pennsylvania lottery winnings by Pennsylvania residents are exempt from state tax. However, winnings may be subject to local taxes for residents of some municipalities. For example, the Philadelphia rate as of 2018 is 3.8809%, the same as the residential wage checks. Oh. So ev- everybody's getting money off that. Yes. Except for the state. The state is like, this, is on, this one's on us. The, the state runs the lottery. The state doesn't take state taxes. But the federal government... And Philadelphia have got their hand out. And if you're if you're from out of state and you win in Pennsylvania because you can't resist, you get taxed. You get taxed. And then you probably I didn't look this up, but I imagine you get taxed in your own state too. So it doesn't it doesn't pay to play out of state. Oh my god. It doesn't pay to play. Got it. It rhymes, so it must be true. <laughs> Uh, Well, people hate this. A 2016 study of winners of the Pennsylvania Lottery found that its winners had an increased probability of shifting towards the right on the political spectrum. The largest effect was found among winners who were not yet registered to vote. Upon registering, they were 9.6% more likely to register as Republican than non-winners. This suggests that positive economic shocks have a greater political impact on individuals who are not typically involved in politics or have indistinct political allegiances. 
but I think all it proves is that people hate taxes. And if you're young and you have to experience that <laughs> right out the gate on a big sum of money, you're like, oh, I hate the government. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you win the lottery, you don't want to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. It's free money, and you and they get some of this too? I, it's, it's weird. It's just like legal gambling. I, it's like state-run gambling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gambling. It's gambling. Now they have to have like a phone number in all their commercials and the cards that's like, if you have a gambling problem... Call one eight hundred whatever PA gambler or whatever, because it's like they know they have to put that because they know how bad of a problem it, it's like when it's I know people who like play the lottery or like sports bet, and it's like yeah I won a thousand dollars it's like yeah but you lost ten thousand dollars this year <laughs> like, you don't ever win you don't win money right. like you might win some money and it makes you feel but it's like. Or if you play the lottery every day, it's like a this is like a tax on your you don't win money. You might win ten dollars sometime, but you lost twenty dollars right, this week. They're chasing a dopamine hit, and they they get it from winning, and losing doesn't do anything to dissuade them from chasing that hit. Yeah, man, everybody's got their thing. Some people it's uh, scratch offs. I feel like I always get stuck behind those people in line whenever I go to the convenience store, though. At the deli? Yeah. At the deli by so they have very specific numbers. Yeah. It's like, all right, I want this one, and I don't want to power play it. Yeah. Yeah. And then this one, or they have those sheets that you have to fill out. Yep. It's like a fucking SAT. Yep. Thing. <laughs> I always think, like, you're spending that money. Like, you could, you, I'm buying a roast beef sandwich. You could have bought yourself a roast beef sandwich, but you just, like, lost yeah, but they're like, what about if I never have to worry about where I'm getting roast beefs again? I mean, we, you could have bought, you could have bought all of us roast beef sandwiches, you know. If they win, if they win, they're going to. Maybe. Some of these tickets are way more expensive than a roast beef sandwich. I, I mean, I, I've been in line behind people who are dropping like twenty. Well, the roast, all right, the roast pork sandwich. <laughs> what if you put bro- broccoli rob on it? Is it, it what about even broccoli, broccoli rob? Now, 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 how much is it? What if I want to get a drink also? I, uh... <laughs> How about the guy I, I who won a million the, dollars on the scratch-off? I like to go to the the Village Meat Market, the Passionk Avenue Meat Market, uh, right there at um, Passionk and 10th Street, and they actually have two separate lines for because so many people go there to play the lotto, and it was making the line so long in there that they had to have two separate lines, one for lotto and one for people just doing regular checkout. And when you get to the counter, there's a sign on the counter under like the glass plate where they ring you up that says, please don't scratch your lottery tickets here. <laughs> <laughs> they make a mess. That paint or whatever gets all over. Yeah, that's... Uh... People, can't, people can't wait. They can't wait. It might be a winner. They must a... do a killing on lottery tickets. There's always people buying lottery tickets. I think, oh, yeah. I think people do a killing on lottery tickets no matter where they are. You, you Anywhere in the yeah. city, yeah. if you were selling them... If it wasn't illegal to sell them loose, people would be selling them loose. They knew that we would. They think we would starve if they stopped serving lunch meat. So they just keep. They just keep it going just to keep us. Keep us going. <laughs> the only people they serve sandwiches to is us. Is us? Yeah. They're, wait, they're waiting. They're sitting around waiting all the time. They're just selling lottery tickets all day. Six roast pork sandwiches a week. They're all for us. <laughs> Sometimes I get a bacon, egg, and cheese over there. 
don't sleep, sleep don't don't sleep on the chicken strips either they 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 make them from real chicken breast they 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 uh deep fry real they're like real, little chicken cutlets yeah yeah really good they have crab and they have crab gravy too Man, where else can you buy crab gravy? All right, come on now. <laughs> what is this? You getting free, <laughs> an ad, free, an ad for you getting free rolls from this place or something? What is what is going I'm on sorry. here? No, they would never. <laughs> they ne- what is this? They would never. <laughs> We're talking about the lottery. They're too honorable. They would never well, sell. They sell lottery tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the halal truck <laughs> again. That's a great. That's a great whole square block there with CVS. Well, it's it's. Definitely the best part of the avenue. And Paisano Supermarket. Paisano Supermarket has the hot, hot. They have hot lunch to go, and it's great. Get a peach. This podcast is like it's like Legends of Philadelphia, Legends of Philadelphia, but it's like Legends of this three block radius that we all (laughs) that we we all eat in. (laughs) You guys, you guys don't eat at that place. That's all of Philadelphia. It's like a half square mile. Of uh, and we're like, yep, this is everything. This is it. Another episode about Melrose Diner. Another episode about something really close to my house where I eat. People want to follow up with that. <laughs> well, we'll do it in the Arizona missions. So the 1980 Pennsylvania lottery scandal, colloquially known as the Triple Six Fix, was a successful plot to rig the Daily Numbers, a three-digit game of the Pennsylvania lottery. All of the balls in the three machines, except those numbered four and six were weighted, meaning that Whoa. the drawing was almost sure to be a combination of those digits. How how old was the lottery at this point? Like the, 1971, it was so a, it's nine years 71. old. Yeah. So it was, all, it was under 10 years before it was, it was being cheating. Defraud it, yeah. So what they do, I don't know if they did it back at 11 every night, but at, at 7 and 11... Every night, right? They they show yes. the. Uh, it just used to be seven. It wasn't at eleven, or or was it always twice? Maybe it's Mega Millions or Powerball is its own thing at eleven. It's different things at different times of day, and then there's weekly. Oh, it is different well. times of day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, right. Um, but they because before Jeopardy, they show the uh, the pen. Yeah. But how they pick the balls is all these ping pong balls are like in this contraption, and it shoots out a ball, and that's what. The numbers are. So they weighed it so it would weigh different than the other ping pong balls. Yeah, so only the fours and the sixes were unweighted. And then uh, the scheme was successful in that one of the eight combinations of fours and sixes that the fixers were hoping for was drawn on April 24th, 1980. However, the unusual betting pattern alerted authorities to the crime. How? How? Straight sixes came out or... Well, that's what, yeah, straight, straight, that's why it's called the triple six fix. I see. Six, six, six. Six, six, six. They, they weighed down everything but the fours and the sixes, and then only sixes came up. They were like, they were trying to limit how many tickets they would have to buy to cover all the variations of it, so they only did two numbers that are going to get picked for three. So you're going to get one repeating number. So they just, if one, there's one repeating so number. So involved. This is, yeah. You're going to get at least one repeating number, so you don't have to do. As many, and if it was three digits or three balls that had been unweighted. Good evening, everyone. It's time for the live drawing of the daily number, Thursday, April 24th, 1980. Each of our three machines contains 10 balls, numbered 0 to 9. We'll draw one digit from each machine. Now, mix the balls in the first machine, please. And the second. 
And now the third machine. Drawing tonight to be senior citizen Violet Lowry. Our supervising Pennsylvania State Lottery Security official is District Manager Ed Plevel. And now, Violet, draw the first digit, please. Six. And the second digit. Six. And now the third digit. Six. And there you have it. Today's Pennsylvania Lottery Daily number. That's six, six, six. If you've got it, come and get it. If not, better luck tomorrow. Yeah, the plan was the mastermind of Nick Perry, born 1916, died 2003, and he was the Daily Numbers announcer. Perry was born Nicholas Pericles Katstefanis in Morningside neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. After serving in the U.S. Navy in World War II, Perry began a career as a radio broadcaster in Charleston, West Virginia, then entered television broadcasting on Pit- Pittsburgh's WDTV, the forerunner of KDKA-TV. Perry later moved over to rival WTAE-TV in 1958 as a staff announcer. Later, he became a news and weather reporter and was the host of local sports shows like Bowling for Dollars and Championship Bowling. In 1977... (laughs) That's a big bowling. There was two different famous bowling shows on in Pittsburgh. He was the bowling guy. In 1977, Perry became the host of the live nightly broadcast of the Pennsylvania Lottery held in the studio of WTAE. Sweet gig, baby. Yeah, put him right up front. They pay you in lottery tickets. And then it's like, listen, if every one of them hits, you could be a billionaire <laughs> by the end of the night. If you don't if you're getting scratch offs for free, it's probably worth it because they give there's so many five dollar, ten dollar, twenty dollar wins in there. You know, if you're getting it depends on how many you're getting, but it might be worth getting paid in scratch offs. The free depends ones are the worst because it's just like you're just you're just delaying that you're not gonna win money. Like you have to do another step <laughs> to get to like throw it in the trash. <laughs> Perry first discussed his idea with Jack and Peter Maragos, two of his partners in a vending machine business. Once committed to the plan, Perry approached local Pittsburgh lettering expert at WTAE, art director Joseph Bach, about creating a weighted ping pong ball uh, that would be replicas of the official balls used in the lottery machines. The number four and number six balls were chosen as the lucky lighter balls. I don't know. It didn't say wow. why they chose four and six, but it, I mean, they only chose two digits to limit the number of yeah. uh, variables they'd have to cover. Damn. Mm. So the painter was in on it. Oh, man, it goes deep. Perry got access to the machines and ping pong balls, which had been kept in a room at WTAE Studios through Edward Plevel, a lottery official. The room was locked with two keys. Perry had one and Plevel had the other. Plevel left the machines and the balls unguarded for several minutes on a few occasions. Perry also got the WTAE stagehand Fred Lumen to physically switch the original balls with the weighted ones twice, once before and once after the drawing. Oh, so they couldn't they couldn't find them. So that wouldn't yeah, so that the next night. Right. (laughs) It just keeps happening. (laughs) <laughs> it comes up 666 every six, night 666 came out again Everyone's like the apocalypse is coming The lotto is cursed get rid of it I don't care how many older Pennsylvanians it helps That's where the satanic panic from the 80s comes from It's this Those three weeks that 666 came out There was definitely out. a bunch of grandmoms that night who were like No 
So then Joseph Bach, art director, took the rigged balls back to his studio and burned them in a paint can a half hour after the on-air drawing was done. So all the evidence burned was gone. Them. Yeah, he didn't want to get caught with them. Burned them in a paint can. And those balls were never seen again. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they did a pretty good job um, hiding the evidence. The, the team that pulled the heist was, seems like they had their, their shit together. Perry was the host of the Daily Numbers on April 24th, 1980, when the drawing produced the number 666 for a then-record payout of $3.5 million. Beerman, do you want to tell everybody how much that is today? Just off the top of my head, I'm going to say $11.5 million, roughly. Yeah. Wow. That sounds you are. about right. I'm going to say roughly. Uh, that includes $1.8 million uh, that went to eight people who were in on the scam. Beerman, do you want to look up how much one point? That would be million? five five point five point nine two. Great job! Wow, you that is just <laughs> and six million. I'm smart. Just put this on your resume. You're, you're getting really good. Do it on my head. You're getting really good at these conversions. Do it on my head. While six million Pennsylvanians watched that night, never knowing that the fix was in and the lottery was being defrauded. Fools. Lottery officials and local bookmakers became suspicious when they noticed that a large number of tickets were purchased for, for the eight possible combinations, and a handful of players came forward to claim approximately $1.8 million on the then-record $3.5 million payout. So, uh, suspicious. A lot of winners. There were a few too many winners for this very— Everyone's a winner. Yeah, a very specific number. Well, they're, they're just really into the devil. Yeah, All that's what I was are... thinking. Like, how, how, how many how, how many of these people were, like, stoners that were just like, yeah, I'm of 666. 666. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they win the lottery. <laughs> they're all, like, stoned. And they're like, holy <laughs> shit. I'm going to buy a fucking new. Base. They're going to uh, buy a base. Ca- cas- casket base. <laughs> a casket base. <laughs> yes. That's metal. I think, I think that. That you don't you don't get that many people playing this specific number uh, very often because it's it's considered an unlucky number. So it was weird that this was a number that hit, and uh, that yeah. that so many people have been playing it. I think maybe the mistake is in using a six at all because then you tempt fate to end up with six six six, which is mm-hmm. you know I don't know that anybody would have looked at eight 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 or seven seven seven, but six 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 got people looking twice. Right, like some some like triple digits are really lucky. Yeah, triple sevens or right, right. It would make total sense if if thirty people came forward with triple sevens, like you said. That's considered lucky. Right. Yeah, even like Beerman's mom played triple threes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the the three times tables, as many people also like to use the times. Very table. popular with with, with <laughs> very popular with seven year olds. Now it's oh six nine or six nine oh. Or 420. <laughs> <laughs> these are good. I'm going to play some of these. Yeah, we got to start playing the lottery. We got rich. On the date of the drawing, the Maragos brothers traveled around Pennsylvania buying large quantities of tickets containing the eight possible numbers. The investigation wow. was broken open when an anonymous tip led to a bar near Philadelphia where the brothers had bought a large number of lottery tickets. An employee remembered the brothers coming into the bar with a platinum blonde woman and laying down a large amount of cash to buy the lottery tickets, all on the eight specific numbers. The employee recalled that while he printed the tickets, one of the brothers made a payphone call, spoke in a foreign language, 
and held the phone up so the listener could hear the loud lotto machine printing out the tickets. He was really laying Sounds it on suspicious. thick. He was, not, he was definitely Foreign not playing language, it cool. Huh? Was he wearing a trench coat? I don't. He was buying lotto tickets at a bar. He, uh, right. I, I don't know. I think it's suspicious to be like, yeah, I'm buying the tickets. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Here, listen. Like, I think that's like, <laughs> you're calling a lot of attention to yourself. If he had, yeah, yeah, if he had yeah. bought one ticket at a different newsstand around the city, there would have been nothing to like connect him to any of this. Nobody would, he wouldn't have stood out in anyone's memories. Hmm. Instead, they went to a bar with a platinum blonde. They started speaking loud in another language and were like, listen to that machine. It's printing money. <laughs> mm. Just laying it on real thick. It does, sound, it does sound pretty over the top. Investigators pulled the phone records and traced the call to the WTAE TV announcer's booth in the studio where the drawing was done. This strongly implicated Perry and Maragos had confirmed under questioning that the conversation had been with Perry and they were speaking in Greek. Oh, you, his real name was a Greek name. You said that yeah. earlier. You got to use a payphone for this kind of stuff. The payphone j- at Melrose Diner. It would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah. For a phone call <laughs> like this. I don't think you should make a call like this. I don't know why there's... I don't know why you're checking in with each other. Yeah, let me hear the print, the, the tickets printing. Prove to me you're in Philadelphia. I also like there's like speaking Greek, so they're like no one knows what we're talking yeah. about. They're in like yeah, right. They're like not the Greek part of town speaking Greek. They didn't account for people's racism. <laughs> <laughs> they never do. People never do. Ne- never, never do. But consistent, consistent, consistent. You should in- you should incorporate it in your heist plan if you're ever making one. Consider the racism. Further investigation and questioning of the Maragos brothers eventually implicated the rest of the conspirators. And this is this is what really, I don't want to say this is what really sucks about it, but this is what really sucks about it. Everybody on the studio end, everybody on the operational end of things had their shit on lockdown. They're making weighted balls. They're imper- perfect, uh, per- perfect imposters, perfect uh, replicas of these balls. They're burning the evidence. Mm-hmm. They're sneaking in. Art they're department, sneaking out. yeah. They got everybody in on it. The lotto guys. There, 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 there's a well-oiled machine. <laughs> Everyone knows you can't trust a stagehand. All handsy. Too many. All hands. Too handsy. Too handsy stagehand. It was later revealed that the Marigos brothers also placed bets on the eight numbers with local bookmakers who had illegal number games that used the lotto drawing as the winning result. So they were using the lotto numbers as as their for their numbers racket, and so it hit six six six, and yeah. they they pulled it down from the Pennsylvania lottery, and you know they got too Joey Bag of Donuts numbers. Yeah, they got they they got way too greedy. Yeah, they could have they could have made like. A good amount of money and got away with it. Yeah. But they were like. Well, I guess they were. Uh, it was a huge bet. So yeah. they were trying to get collected all. So what I'm saying is we redo this plan, but we do it right. We should do this. So plan. We don't fuck it up. We do it right. Time. Just spend the yeah, next 50 greedy. years of your life working your way through local broadcasting so that you can be the <laughs> host of the of the afternoon lotto yeah, and then, and then you can and replace then one day we put a bet down, and we win. We come away with six hundred dollars. We leave the country. We never come back. 
no one will ever suspect it. <laughs> well, do you think, I think part of me after reading this story, I think that they wanted to get caught because they, they were so loud about it. Like, obviously, no, they didn't the art department caught. guy didn't want to get caught. Well, the art department guy didn't want to get caught. Perry didn't want to get caught. But the, the Maragos brothers, don't you think they wanted to let everybody know how smart no. they were? They just fucked up. They fucked up. I don't know. Part of me thinks that they wanted to get caught, and that's why they made these mistakes. They want people to know how crafty they were. They wanted to brag. Yeah, but that's them fucking up, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. They that's wanted the, the money. They didn't want to go to jail. <clears throat> they just wanted to know how. They wanted everybody to know how smart they were for getting the money. They couldn't just live in, in like a Batman villain. Like a Batman villain. Yeah, like the Riddler. They had to leave clues. It's just like it's textbook clock king, dude. <laughs> Mad Hatter 101. I just watched that one, and he's stealing people's. He a jury convicts him, so he steals all twelve of the jury's hats. <laughs> <laughs> that fiend. And 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 the and like, but he's actually doing it. Batman and Robin like look at a map to see where everybody is, and it sh- it's in the form. It's in the shape of a hat. The, the 12 people they took the hat from. Like a top hat? It's in the shape of a top hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> That's stupid. It's amazing. Well, I, the, the, the Marigos brothers didn't leave any clues, any hat-themed or clock-themed clues, but the brothers uh, did tell friends and family which numbers to play. All of this may have contributed to the conspiracy's downfall with the greater Because then everybody, then, at, th- th- then, then it was like a thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot oh, of people are telling everybody. Yeah, a lot of people are hitting six 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 all of a sudden. The chief conspirators were sent to prison, Ooh. and most of the fraudulently acquired winnings were never paid out. Damn. There was a 2000 film called Lucky Numbers, starring John Travolta and Lisa Kudrow, that is loosely based on Perry's story. <laughs> and uh, in 2006, Game Show Network aired a documentary uh, in their Anything to Win series about the scandal complete with anecdotes from former WTAE and KDKA news anchor Don Cannon, who's, I guess, just some guy who worked with Perry. I'm going to look that up. I'm a big fan of shit like this. Yeah, there's uh, more There's more to this story. There's obviously way more details. This is just, like, what we could get through. Uh, but in, It's great. Yeah, you can find documentaries about the real story out there, but uh, it's been dramatized uh, in the 2013 episode of uh, Castle, The Good, The Bad, and The Baby, from the sixth season and is loosely based on uh, uh, this scandal. Uh, a 2011 season two episode of Mysteries at the Museum briefly features the story as well. So it's out there. It's in the public consciousness. You can find more about this if you're interested. Case photographs, artifacts, and information can be viewed at the Pennsylvania State Police Museum in Hershey, PA. I guess this was a big bust for them. So they still brag about it. That's cool. I never heard about it, about this at all. Yeah. If you're what the, uh, the Pennsylvania state police museum, if you've already done everything else in Hershey PA, (laughs) I guess it's worth checking out, but it's like every other state police museum you've ever visited. But it smells like chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) All the police officers badges are made out of chocolate. All the police badges. So they've all got like a little bite taken out of them. If you if you kiss if you kiss a cop, he gives you a, a Hershey kiss. <laughs> it's different out there. Do not try to kiss a cop, please. Please, <laughs> we have to legally say that. Unless you're in Hershey, PA, this obviously isn't going to work no. in South Philly. You have to be in Hershey, PA. 
Okay, that's pretty much all there is to know about the triple six fix. Please check out our website, www.southfellini.com, for cool Philly-inspired merch. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at South Fellini everywhere. Uh, follow along. Join the conversation. We want to hear from you. Uh, what would your lucky lotto pick numbers be? Let us know in the comments. We promise not to play them. Look out for new no episodes. One ever does the, no one ever does the things that we tell them in this part. Have you noticed that? Well, like shop, shop at the store. <laughs> I, I I know. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, we keep doing it. It's just like the just like the show. It doesn't work, but we're here every week. We keep doing it. Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And save your money. Don't play the lotto. <laughs> or give us lottery tickets.